Microsoft and Alphabet are doing a lot of legwork today, keeping up a NASDAQ where the vast majority of companies are lower. Let's talk some more about a few of these big swings. Ali Mogarabi is joining us, equity analyst from Morningstar. Ali, great to have you here on a super interesting day. Fangs getting broken up a little bit. Facebook down well off the highs while Alphabet breaks out. So do we have the dominant winner in the advertising market on our hands? Uh, no, I don't think so, Oliver. Not I Alphabet? Think, uh, there's... Uh, well, Alphabet is one of the winners. I would say that uh, we're still confident that it's basically pretty much uh, dominated. It's a market dominated by Alphabet, uh, Facebook, and also Amazon. Uh, so uh, right now, Alphabet is benefiting from the fact that it was not as much exposed to direct response or targeted one-to-one -one targeted advertising. Well, it sounds like that's the most important Facebook thing in advertising right now, Ollie. How big a deal is this Apple thing? Because right now, this is the first time Facebook and Alphabet have broken like this on the chart. At least a year, the correlation hasn't been this negative. No, I, I agree with you. It is one of the most important things. Uh, so the question is basically, uh, with first-party data that both of these companies have, um, you know, Alphabet and Facebook, how they can actually, how can they actually more effectively utilize it to generate uh, those very, very effective one-on-one -on -one or targeted advertising? Uh, we actually think that Facebook, over time, will be able to do this, um, and uh, because of the, uh, uh, the technology that they have at hand, the pretty much unlimited resources they have at hand. And one of the most important things is the enormous amount of first party that they have, first party data that they have. Uh, and that's based on the fact that they have billions and billions of users. So at the end of the day, whether it's brand advertising or broad-based advertising, or whether it's direct response advertising, advertisers will still lean towards uh, allocating a little bit more of their ad budget towards the platforms that have a big user base and or more eyeballs. So that's the way we're looking at, you know, Facebook in the long run. Okay, uh, Ali, how does the peak growth story fit in here? I went through and looked at the revenue growth year over year. We're gonna pull it up here for our viewers to see, but just to walk through it real quick, uh, the they all point to peak growth on the top line, just revenue having passed or just occurred, where Microsoft shows that it just posted its best top line growth quarter. It seems like most analysts expect it to drop from here, but Facebook's 35% pales in comparison to last quarter 56. Amazon's expected tomorrow to do 16% versus 44 back in fourth quarter 20. And then Alphabet's Great, 41% still shy of last quarter's 62. So uh, how far can the winners right now, let's talk Alphabet and Microsoft still, how far can these two run if that top line growth peaked or is peaking as we speak? Well, uh, actually, I'll, I cover Alphabet, so I'll specifically okay. talk about Alphabet. Sure. Um, you know, that, 40, that 41 percent growth that you're seeing is basically, uh, you're talking about advertising, mostly uh, helped by advertising, but you're also talking about cloud. So let's break that up. So uh, on the advertising side, yes, we do expect deceleration. And, and remember, during the pandemic, and especially Q3 and Q4, uh, last year, they represent tougher comps because there was a lot of uh, recovery uh, last year, especially for the firm's uh, focus on online advertising, as we saw basically that pent up demand uh, on, on the consumer side, get out there and purchase more. And we saw more advertisers that had cut drastically their ad budgets 
uh, previous quarter, mainly in the second quarter, they came out there and started buying more and more ads beginning the third quarter. So there are tougher comps that Alphabet has to deal with. Mm, okay. uh, but, but we think in the long run, you know, on the ad side, revenue growth is still going to be around the mid to high teens. And we're talking about basically three to five years from now. Now, Alphabet has one more thing, of course, one more segment, and that's the cloud segment that basically diversifies its revenue base, especially over the long run. Uh, and that's that's what we're very optimistic about still, mm. because that uh, that TAM is very large, continues to grow, and Alphabet still has room to grow within that, grab a, mm. grab a bigger piece of that pie. Okay. Uh, so, so we're looking at that growing, for Alphabet growing at around the 35% K mm. for the next okay. five years. So you're saying 35% growth basically is like locked in from this high growth engine, which is obviously a very nice level of growth to oh, be able to bank on. Yeah. On the cloud side, exactly. On the cloud side. And that's where the juice is right now, whether it's Microsoft, exactly. if it's Alphabet. So I get that. Okay, I like that. Ollie, you don't extend the same optimism quite to uh, to Snap or to Twitter where you've got three-star ratings versus the four-star ratings on Alphabet and uh, a Facebook. But uh, to come back to Twitter in particular here to close it out, that's the one I'm interested in right now because it's down today. What was the worst thing in this earnings that could explain that drop? Well, uh, it's well. Let's talk about the good things first. Of course, they were not okay, impacted sure. as much by by Apple's policies um, as some of their peers. Uh, but the other thing is that, given the fact that they weren't necessarily impacted, which means that they still actually generate most of their revenues. I think around 80, 85 percent of their revenues from brand advertising. I think the market is questioning the firm's progress towards actually making their direct response advertising more attractive to the advertisers. And that hasn't yet occurred. Yes, that comes with the risk, especially the risk, the Apple risk, uh, as you know. But in the long run, I think it's beneficial for the firm to have more of a balanced mix there with broad-based and brand, uh, broad-based brand or and uh, direct response advertising. So I, I think the market is still uh, questioning whether Twitter is making enough progress on the direct response side. Um, and, and of course, there's a lot of uncertainty regarding uh, basically how much revenue they can actually generate from their subscription and, and additional products that they have recently uh, introduced. Okay, so Twitter, I mean, it sounds like there's some things still working for them here, but even by the standards of a pretty volatile stock, 10% drop, uh, how does that factor in to your view on the overall uh, stock and its trajectory, Ali, just real quick, like price target wise sure. or trajectory for Twitter? Because this looks like a pretty ugly trend now for a whole quarter. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can't necessarily talk on the technical side, but I will say from a valuation standpoint, we've had $58 a share for a long time. So right now, it's just beginning to trade at a discount. Uh, what we would recommend, against, again, based on our valuation, is uh, further pullback, wait for further pullback for a, a, a larger margin of safety, as we refer to it. Ah. Um, so basically around the mid-40s, and then that's when it becomes uh, more attractive based mm. on our $58 um, valuation. I like that. And 58 bucks is what you think it's worth, Twitter? Uh, yes. Okay. That's, that's uh, our fair value estimate for the company. Right, so that would make sense then. And wait a little bit more. Yeah, and, and uh, Facebook, we've got Facebook at 404. And uh, we have Snap and Pinterest, which, by the way, they're reporting next week. We've got those two at $70 a share. Okay, all right. Well, you're going to need some help from Pinterest earnings. <laughs> that one's got a long ways to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, Ollie, thanks for the thoughts. Good stuff. Thanks, Oliver. Thank you, Sarah. Ali Mogarabi joining us for a Morningstar Equity Analyst.